Welcome to Fast Track Your Yachting Career. My name is Roger Overall and I work with Yachting Financial Solutions and with me is Teresa who is a director at Yachting Financial Solutions but also a founding partner of the YIFSOL Partnership. Teresa, hello. Hello Roger, happy to be here. We've got a really practical episode this time around because basically we're talking about how to build a life after yachting in 10 steps. Now we won't say 10 easy steps, We could say 10 simple steps because simple doesn't necessarily mean easy, but there are 10 steps. And if you follow these steps, you will have your brilliant life after yachting. I think it's important to perhaps just backtrack for a moment and just to consider really the two major possibilities of what your life is going to look like after yachting. And obviously, if you've built yourself an independent, a financially independent life, then you can exit yachting whenever you want and move on to the next stage of your life. However, if you leave yachting without any plan, then basically you're going to be going looking for a job on land, possibly something connected with the super yacht industry, or it could be some other field altogether. But you will have missed out on the huge opportunity presented by yachting to literally change your life after your yachting career. In in a way, that breaks down into two options. The option is, are you going to live your life in line with the priorities of an employer? Or are you going to live life in line with your priorities? Absolutely. So let's look look at the 10 steps. Do you want to kick us off? Uh, Step number one? Uh, Sure. First of all, you want to th- what you need to think about and try and envisage what your life is going to look like after yachting. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be based on what you already know, because, of course, there's an awful lot more in the world than that. Perhaps a good place to start might be asking crewmates what their plans are or other people in the industry and focus on your interests and passions, but dream big. Because when you exit your yachting career, you want to move on to the life that truly excites you and you really want to lead. I think you make an excellent point there because the world is so much bigger than we can comprehend, really. There are so many opportunities in the world that we, can, that we just don't know about. I mean, you only know what you know. There'll be things you haven't even thought of. So once you've done that, the next step, I suppose, is you need to settle on something. You do need to have that target because it's impossible to hit a target that you don't have. So out of everything that you've then learned, you need to distill something. Okay, this is the focus. This is the concrete thing that I'm going to aim for in my life after yachting. Or things, you might have more than one goal. Absolutely. And obviously with that comes, okay, you're going to include... Most likely in that nobody says I'm going to, my, my long-term goal is to be financially dependent. Most people will say my, my goal is to be financially independent because that is what allows you to set the priorities according to your own agenda, not to the agenda of your, your employer, somebody else. So know what you want, have that goal. And then once you've established your goals, then you want to work out how you're going to achieve them. So for example, if you're looking at financial independence, let's say you've decided that you need $4,000 a month to live, then you're actually going to need to have in investments about a million dollars in order to generate that kind of income on investments that are returning, let's say, 5% annually. 
If additionally to that, you want to have a family home bought and paid for, then you're also going to need to save at least another $500,000. Obviously, that depends on the family home. If it's you know, a huge palatial mansion, then you're going to need to save a lot more. What you're doing is you're putting a, a price tag on this. You're putting on, you're, you're giving yourself that financial target to aim for. You know, this is what it's going to cost. So then the next step is, of course, you need to know your deadline. Because if you don't have a deadline, if you don't have a date set in your diary for when this is going to happen, it's not going to happen because you'll keep procrastinating. Two things there, of course, you've got to be realistic with your deadline. You know, you need that million, as Teresa said, and you're starting from scratch and you haven't got a dollar in your bank account or a euro in your bank account yet, starting from zero. Well, you're not going to have a million built up within two or three years. So you're going to need some time for that. So your, your time frame needs to be realistic. What can you realistically do within the time available to you? Or what is a realistic target in terms of time to get to where you need to be? Now, the other thing you need to bear in mind is the deadline is not always within your control because, of course, things happen. So your deadline might need to shift forwards and backwards. But at least if you've got a deadline, you've got a target date. But very important, keep it realistic so that you can actually achieve what you need to achieve. You're giving yourself enough time to build up that financial reserve. Once you've established a potential timeline, then what you need to do is know your steps. What do you need to do to accomplish your goals within that time frame? To achieve your goals is a long-term project, and it is going to involve long-term savings. For example, if you invest $3,000 a month for 15 years at an annual return of 8%, you're going to end up with just under a million dollars. But the important thing is you need to start and prioritize your saving each month and stick with it. If, on the other hand, for example, you're going to do courses either for your yachting career or your future life, you need to identify the appropriate ones, sign up and complete the modules and exams. If you don't take those steps, you won't achieve your goals. And, and that's one of the key things, why people who know their steps, they know their target, they know that they've got a deadline and they still don't get that. And that's because they don't take the steps as Teresa says. So you've got to keep taking those steps until you reach your goal. A marathon is not just taking the first 10 steps. You won't get to the finish line unless you've got exceptionally large stride. You're not going to get to the finish line in 10 steps. So you need to keep repeatedly taking those steps until you get to the finish line. And as Teresa says, that can be really difficult. Let's take the, the, the marathon analogy further. There's going to be a point where you just want to stop. But to have that voice in your ear that says, no, no, keep going, because you can have a little bit of pain today and then all this glory for the rest of your life. Or you can have basically the regret that you gave up, that you didn't get to the finish line, you did not reach your financial target, and you weren't able to then, on your deadline day, start living your dream life. Having that voice in your ear, having that mentoring, having that support is very, very, very important. So see, see, your, see yourself through to the finish line. Keep putting those one foot in front of the other. And in this particular case, Keep making those regular financial contributions each month, each step will get you there. And we've designed a, a unique partnership program, our VPC program, especially for this purpose, haven't we, Roger? 
That's a fair point, yeah, the YIFSOL partnership. So can you tell us a bit more about that, Teresa? What we realised, Roger, was that obviously to build your financial independence, you're going to need financial vehicles, you're going to need a plan. But we realised that what was absolutely vital is also commitment to that plan and to saving. And that over a long period, and we're talking perhaps 10 or 15 years, it is difficult to sustain that on your own. And so that is why uh, Yodding Financial Solutions have come up with the mentoring program so that we can work with you to ensure that you stay committed and that you continue to work to achieve the goals that you say you want to achieve. That brings us to step seven, which is measuring your progress. Two important reasons why you should measure your progress. First of all, as you would measure your progress on a voyage, you need to make sure you're heading in in the right direction. You need to make sure that you're not veering off course. And if you are veering off course, that you apply course corrections. And the same goes for any financial plan, any life plan, anything you're building towards The other thing, of course, is the motivational side of things, because every time you measure your progress, every time you tick off one of those milestones, it's a real boost. You're getting there. You're getting closer to your goal. What's the next step, Teresa, after that, once once you've measured your progress? Okay. Know how to change. Be flexible. Obviously, we're talking about a long-term project. So the goals for your life after yachting don't have to be carved in stone and change is part of life and perfectly normal. So as you move through your plan, things most likely will change. However, that actually doesn't matter because what we have done at Yachting Financial Solutions is we have built in a regular program of review so that we can review both financially how your plan is going, but also review your life as well and see if there are amendments that we need to make either financially or to do with your your, your life as a whole. And so therefore, we can make sure that we update your plan continuously to reflect where you are at that stage. And part of that, of course, is what have you been distracted by temptations? Have, have, have distractions come along your way? Now, this is inevitable because you're, you're talking about a, a plan that's going to be maybe over 5, 10, 15 years. So along the way, you are going to run into some distractions from people around you, from your crewmates, from your family. Now, sometimes it's going to be born out of envy and jealousy because they've seen that you're doing so well. Or it may just be misinformed but well-intentioned advice. For instance, a lot, a lot of the time people say, oh, you must invest in property. That's a lot, of, a lot of advices around investing in property, but property isn't necessarily liquid. And it's not a bad thing to invest in property, but does it actually fit with your plan? So make sure that whatever it is you're doing does fit with your plan. But equally, are you getting tempted to spend too much money? Are you getting tempted to siphon off the money that you would be investing into that luxury lifestyle that is so appealing and, of course, is surrounds you every single day of your working life because you work on board a luxurious super yacht? And you can see that your, your colleagues might be spending on watches and sunglasses and holidays and, and, and lots of things. And the temptation is to go that route as well. Now, of course, we're not saying don't enjoy yourself. For goodness sakes, do, because you deserve it. You work really hard. But at the same time, don't fall into the trap of, of, of spending, 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 because that's taking money away from the investments and money away from building up that, that pot. Bear in mind, you are trading 
time for money. And the more money you spend on things that are not to do with your end goal, the more time you're going to have to stay in yachting to build the money you need for your end goal. So the final point, know your exit strategy. How are you going to leave yachting? Major thing is you need to be organized. If your end goal is financial freedom and you've achieved it, then you can leave yachting at any time you please. The pressure is off and you are now in the driving seat of your life. If one of your goals is retraining for another career, then to save you time, you need to ensure that all the elements are in place to allow you to pursue this accommodation courses, suitable location, etc. before you leave the boat. So we, we've, we've discussed how important it is to know your exit strategy. It's, we're not saying it's easy to do, but remember, you don't need to do it alone. We at Yachting Financial Solutions have made it our life goal to help you achieve your life goals, and we believe you can do it. Book a discovery call with one of us, and let's talk it through. And you can do that by going to the website, which is yefsol.com, Y-F-S-O-L.com, yefsol.com. So we hope that's given you an overview of the, the steps required, the steps that uh, certainly we encourage people to go through when they're, when they're thinking about and then building their plan and ultimately transitioning into that dream life after yachting. Thank you ever so much for taking the time to listen. And we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of Fast Track Your Yachting Career. In the meantime, stay safe and safe sailing. <laughs>